Hi, this is Kara from the Pure Rock Shop, and we have guitarist Reb Beach on the line to discuss his new solo album, A View from the Inside. Hey, Reb, how are you doing today? Hi, Kara. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Sure. I'm excited to finally get a chance to interview you. I think I've been asking since I was in college at Duquesne doing radio there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I see you all the time. I know. Red Beach Project shows and stuff. So um, I'm surprised you haven't. You could have just, you know taking your phone and said, Rep, just give me five minutes, and I would have done it for you. We should have done that. I've even talked to Kip on the beach in Labadee before, so um, next time we'll wow. just have to step aside and squeeze an interview in. So, you Did know, you go on the cruise? Were you on like the rock cruise? Of course. Of course. I've been yeah. on many of them. And yep, we, we kind of lived it up in February before everything got locked down, didn't we? Oh, man, that was a good one, too. It was yeah. great weather. It really was I really enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, you know, um, getting back to your solo album, I I think I first heard Black Magic on a Guitar World sampler, like back at the time I was in college, back in the 90s. So I was a little curious as to um, the history behind that song, because, you know, I hear it when you do your solo shows, and uh, it's a great instrumental. Well, thanks. Yeah, I wrote that 31 years ago. Um, for the compilation record and um, it's funny I have a lot of students now Um, I'm teaching guitar to make a living and I had this Japanese student who wanted to learn Black Magic and I was like oh Black Magic how do you know that song he's like what you're kidding me everybody knows that song (laughs) (laughs) what what why and it turns out that the Osaka Kinshins or whatever I, I forget their name I gotta look it up they're a uh, baseball team in Osaka, and that's their theme song. Wow. So every Sunday, my song plays, Black Magic plays, um, when the Osaka team comes out to play baseball. And, uh, and so I went back and looked at my royalty, royalty checks, and sure enough, I've been making money from Black Magic for years and didn't even know it. I thought it was just like winger stuff, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, if you listen to Black Magic, the original, it sounds like crap. It's all like, it's like an eight-track cassette recorder. Mm. Um, it's horrible with a tiny little drum machine. So I always wanted to re-record that. Plus, there's another song on the new album called Cutting Loose, which was the first song on my instructional video way back then. It was like one of the first fusion songs I ever wrote. And I got so many questions about that. Like, what's that song, that first song on your video is amazing. Um, But it was never released and it didn't even have a name. So I just called it Cutting Loose because that was the name of the video. Um, And then there's one other song on the new album that I wrote in 1986 called Little Robots. That was my first fusion song I ever wrote. And I always wanted to record it and put it on an instrumental record. And so it was perfect. Now it's my favorite song on the record. And it's the second song. It's right after Black Magic. Um, So like the whole album, you know, in 93, I wrote fusion songs for demos. I was like, I'm going to be like a Joe Satriani guy because Winger's over. The Mm. 80s is done. I'm going to be instrumental guy. Okay. So I shopped the fusion stuff and um, couldn't get it signed. So I put it up on my website later on and they started selling like hotcakes. I got emails and comments from everybody saying, this is the best thing you've ever done. You need to do more of this. Um, so I started at it 15 years ago <laughs> um, you know, in my garage, like here and there as a hobby 
late at night, just to write a little here, write a little there. Um, and it, it took forever because I was always touring or when I was home, I had to write for a project that had a deadline. Okay. Um, and it, it wasn't until COVID that I, you know, said, well, what am I going to do now? And Kip Winger said, what about that fusion stuff you had lying around? I'm like, oh God, it's on my hard drive. It's done. It's been done. Release it, dude. So here we are. You know, I had had the pleasure of sitting next to you when we saw the Dixie Dregs a few years ago here in Pittsburgh, and you told me about how they were your favorite band, and I wanted to ask you about the fusion stuff. And, um, you know, was Steve Morris a big influence for you, you know, as you kind of formulated your own sound? Well, they asked me to come up and jam at that show. I know, I remember. That was the, that was the greatest, probably the greatest night of my life, Karen. Yeah. I mean, that was a big freaking deal to get to jam with Steve Morris and the right. Dregs. Like my favorite band in the world. So, I mean, I broke a string, which really sucked. <laughs> I did it with five strings, and I didn't know the words of the song, so I, I wrote them down and put them on the ground. Um, and I couldn't see them because I forgot I didn't have my glasses. So it was, they were all just blurry. Um, and it was just going down to the crossroads. It was pretty easy. I could have memorized it, but I was nervous as a cat. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so in answer to your question, yeah, it's pretty influenced by the dregs for sure. Um, because there's different styles of music on the album. The album is very melodic. It has uh, not just me soloing. There's some keyboard solos on there because if I heard a guitar album you know of all just the same guitarist and all guitar solos and shredding 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 you know i don't like records like that as much mm. so i wanted to make it diverse i wanted dynamics um and that was the whole thing with with melodic songs and certainly influenced by the dregs and also jean-luc party who's a big influence cool so um tell us a little bit about the band you have playing on the album with you it's Dave Throckmorton, my favorite drummer of all time. The Red Beach Project is my little thing I do around town and you know once in a while. And the only reason mm -hmm. I do it really is to get the chance to play with Dave Throckmorton. Okay. He's this unbelievable drummer. Uh, and <clears throat> he played on my 2003 release, Masquerade, <clears throat> which was my solo album where I sang mm -hmm. on that one. Yeah. That was like the hardest thing I ever did was to write lyrics and you know all, all that stuff. Um, for a, a solo record, that thing was humongous. I, you know, mastered, mixed it, and the whole thing. This was a lot easier than that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Throck played on that. We call him Throck. And uh, I, I got Philip Bino is the bass player for Steve Vai, mm -hmm. and um, heard about him from a friend who said, "Check out the Philip Bino man. He's Steve Vai's guy." And checked him out. And I was like, "Oh, that's the guy." And, and called him up, and he said, "Sure." And then Kip Winger knew a keyboard player who was like a funk keyboard player who had all those 70s sounds. He had a B3 organ. Oh, cool. And he, ha and he had, um, you know, a clavinet and all that 70s stuff. And that's why you have some nice authentic sounds on there for the funky stuff. Cool. So, and then John Hall's my, one more thing, John Hall yeah. played on a few songs. He's my bass player in the Red Beach Project. Very cool. So, you know, you've played with some of the biggest arena rock bands and you mentioned, you know, having time to finally work on this. How challenging has it been for you this year to be off the road? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it kind of makes me sad. It kind of bums me out because 
I can't be home for too long. I just don't. I don't belong here. You know, I'm a road dog. Like, I, I like being in the hotel. I like the hotel towels, the hotel bed, the, you know, that room service and the freaking TV. And, you know, it's clean every day. And it's just, uh, it's just where I belong. I like traveling and mm. I, I like having a focus. Like, okay, I have, like having a goal for every day. Okay, we're going to go sound check and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And, you know, you're going to play a show and I'm a performer. I just belong out there. Um, and so I had to recalibrate and get a new job, which is be a teacher. And so now, um, turns out I'm pretty good at being a teacher. I've got a knack for it. Um, I've got 30 students that just keep coming back. Uh, I've given, you know, 200 lessons and it's, it's, you know, mostly we talk, (laughs) (laughs) it's not it's pretty darn easy and um i'm having a great time of meeting people all over the world doing it so it's very cool but of course i'm dying to get out and play again it seems like winger might have a few shows in december and it looks like winger firehouse has something cool and uh that's i'm looking forward to that getting back out there yeah you know i'm flying back and forth to nashville writing the new winger with kip Okay, excellent. Well, that's exciting news. I was going to ask you what else you had planned for studio work, you know, during this downtime. That is the one positive is that a lot of people are going into the studio and new music's coming out of this. So that's something to be excited about. Oh, yeah. Kip was like, we're not going to be the only band coming out of this COVID thing without a new album. You know, so you get your ass over here. (laughs) Got on the plane. It's you know, I think this will be the fourth time that I've come there, and uh, we're halfway done. And so far, I like it better than our last album. It's really, really, really good. Wow. And he's got a high bar, that Kip Winger. He threw out 15 ideas of mine. It will now be Black Swan. Black Swan 2. Thank you very much. Well, Black Swan was a really great release this past year as well, so... Everybody loves that album. Yeah. That album, it's sold a ton of records yeah. for Frontiers. They've made good money on it, and they definitely want another one. But it all starts with me. Mm. You know, you go there, and Jeff Tilson says, well, what do you got? You know, I brought yeah. in 50 ideas last time that were all, you know, winger Whitesnake ideas that um, didn't make it to the record. And he was like a kid in a candy store. He was like, give me that one. I like this one. We'll take that one, and, and give me this. And he's like an arranger, composer. Yeah. So in minutes, he was able to put together a puzzle to make um, a finished song. You know, and we just we just uh, tied up the loose ends and we wrote the entire album in ten days. Once you have the guitar riff, that's half the battle. It sounds like Jeff had some caffeine in him as usual. No, no, Jeff is just, he, 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 he is caffeine. I know, he, I know. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He's the most excitable guy. He's so fun to work with. And, and you know, you play one solo and he's like, that's the greatest solo I've ever heard. Like, that was amazing. And I was like, really? I didn't think it was that great. And then he plays it back. I'm like, that was pretty good. I actually yeah. like it. So most of those solos on that Black Swan album were first take because Jeff was freaking out over everything. And he's just a joy to be with. Yeah, I know he was super excited to work with you again. I had talked to him back, you know, before that album came out. And um, great to hear you guys um, working together again, you know. Like, oh God, like yeah, back was, in the time of Dawkins. So. Well, that's why I did it. I wouldn't have done it otherwise, to tell you the truth. Yeah. 
I, I wouldn't have done like a super group, you know, with, with someone I didn't know. It had to be a writing situation where I knew it would be good, and Pilsen is the man. For sure. Well, Reb, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today, and um, hopefully we'll catch some more local shows here in Pittsburgh, and I can't wait to hear what's coming from Winger in the near future. Ooh, it is good. It is like, <laughs> well, there's a couple of hooks on there that are just, they just grab you, and you just, you just keep rewinding, and you're like, I can't believe this is this good with like gang vocals all singing, um, but you know, cool progressive rock uh, licks that kind of Winger is famous for, um, and only Kip could uh, could produce. You know, very very cool. So I know we will point everybody to Frontiers for your for your new solo album, but um, if people are interested in taking guitar lessons from you, how can they find you? Just officialrebbeach at gmail.com. Just email us. Cool. All right. Thanks, Reb. Take care. Thanks, Kara. Talk to you soon.